Hello, 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 everybody. I hope that you have had a blessed, amazing day. Look, this this podcast is, or this episode, excuse me, it's going to be a good one. I have a guest with me that is no stranger to the podcast, and he is coming for the second time since he enjoyed the first time so much. I have my son, Jamari on a podcast with me today. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I told you we was coming back with a part two. We got some more topics to talk about. Mm-hmm. Or topic. Mm-hmm. Sorry about Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to be good, I think. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be really good. I'm excited about just getting into it. So let's get right into it. So um, thinking about how people can sometimes feel like they have to live up whether it's an adult whether it's a a kid and um have to live up to their parents um to what who their parents are or to follow in their parents footsteps so I guess I'm gonna kind of throw it to my son to kind of give a you know us insight on how he feel about just being who you are and finding your place in the world and finding, you know, your importance and what you like outside of your parents and how they've done it or whatever they've done. So I'm going to kind of get it over to him and let him talk a little bit about that. Well, I mean... For me, in person, uh, I really admire both of my parents, but at the same time, there has been points in my life where I was like, okay, what they do is really, really cool. Like, I want to see what that's like. Like, my dad and everything, he was talking about, you know, making beats when I was really younger. And I grew up loving music because I've been listening to music all my life. Like, my mom tells the story. First uh, first day home out the hospital, my dad stayed up with me all night and listened to music. So, you know, I just grew up with that love for music. So I was like, you know what? I want to be a producer. I want to make beats and everything. But, you know, the older and older I got, you know, I always had a, you know, thing for basketball and everything. But the older and older I got, I still love music, but mm-hmm. I was less intrigued with wanting to make it and produce it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still think it's cool, but I think I want to do my own thing instead. So I think following your, you know, what you want to do and finding, you know, that thing that feels right for you, that thing that you can do that doesn't really feel like a job mm-hmm. because you love doing it. Mm-hmm. And... I, I just feel like that's the whole purpose that's for me because playing basketball doesn't feel like a job I love to do that mm-hmm. so yeah, when I go I professional you, yeah. I, I'll never have to work a day in my life for real mm-hmm. that's why really? I told myself I wanted to do yeah that's yeah. because you're doing something that you enjoy something that you love and it's not like work because you you really enjoy it so thinking about it from that perspective I say that is you know that's a good way to look at it because a lot of people do things and they do things that they really don't like you know they do it you know sometimes they you know they have to do it but sometimes they do it because they are afraid to step out into something that they really desire but have never maybe never done before yeah. don't know how it's going to work out 
and just afraid to try to give it a chance um, because maybe they see they haven't seen anybody else do it in their family. It's something out of the norm and they just don't know how it's going to work out for them. So for you to, you know, say that something that you love, a lot of times I feel like if you go after your passion, then even in those challenging moments, it'll give you strength because you you love it. It'll help you push through those challenges because it's just not a job to you. It's more than that. It's something that you're passionate about. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like, um, how do I put it? You know, just being able to mature and be able to feel like you're able to make your own mistakes and figure out what exactly it is that you want to do or what exactly your purpose is I feel like everybody's gonna go through that time I mean you might it might happen when you're a teenager it might happen when you know like you're a young adult but everybody goes through that point in time in their life when they're like okay what do I actually want to do with the rest of my life how do I want to set up the rest of my life no matter what age you are everybody comes to a point where they're like you know what I want something more I want to do something bigger or maybe you don't want to do something super big but you want to do something significant to you mm-hmm. so I feel like for me it took a process and then not only with taking that process when I was going through trying to figure out what I wanted to do I also had to go through figuring out how to be comfortable in my own skin. Mm, you said something good there. Yeah, because being comfortable in your own skin is a very, very hard task to do if you're coming from somebody who's been very insecure, somebody who's been picked on, somebody who's been bullied, or somebody who, you know, just doesn't looks in the mirror and just doesn't like what they see. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some things you can do to change that, but sometimes you have to be comfortable knowing that you are the only you and you're unique in yourself. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And during my process and going through that, you know, stage where I was finding myself and I was, you know, learning to love me for me, like I said, I had to learn to be by myself, which was a long, long time because I remember going through it and my mom coming in my room talking about, are you okay? You know, are you sad? You know, you have to check on anything, you know, I'm here. And, you know, she was always in and out of my room, you know, asking me, did I eat anything? Because I wasn't really eating, which was, it sounds bad now. Because I wasn't, I wasn't really put there. I went from eating everything in the house, all the snacks, all the chicken, everything that was in the freezer that was for me, it was gone. And then all of a sudden, I just stopped eating as much. Yeah, you were still eating. You're just like here and there. Yeah, and I'd be like, oh, you was, I forgot. Oh, you eat. was trying to clean me out of house and a home before with your eating. <laughs> <laughs> and then it turned into like normal. Then yeah. like normal eating. Yeah. Versus eating <laughs> too much. All, uh, everything. Yeah, everything <laughs> in the house is gone. <laughs> Especially the snacks. All these snacks. Yeah, I'm a snacker. <laughs> yeah. Bad well, not a bad one because I know when to cut it off. But mm, sometimes. Sometimes. But yeah, so you you know you're talking about uh, finding yourself and what you like, and sometimes it takes people a long time and getting comfortable in your own skin, and um. Just loving you for you. And sometimes that take a long time. So it take people sometimes when they are an adult 
to actually really feel comfortable with who they are, their flaws, the way they look, some things about themselves they didn't like so much, uh, character traits, some some things they can't help. They were just born that way. Sometimes it takes some time. So for you to say that you um, did that and took some time for you, but you still are young. So you did that, you know, in that time of you being the age that you are it it, it's like it's like wow yeah and the thing that the thing that was so crazy about it was it hit the moment covid hit because when right before covid uh i got out of a bad relationship she took my mom advice that's uh so you know paraphrasing from the last one that we did she definitely should have took my mom advice i could have saved myself some you know heartache and everything but i'm glad that it happened because i got to learn from it Mm -hmm. but i was just coming off of a you know a bad relationship at the time and i was really really distraught like i would i didn't want to do nothing i didn't want to go nowhere i didn't really feel like eating nothing half the time i would forget to eat he been bit and, by the bug the uh, love bug uh, here we go the, the uh puppy love bug uh, <laughs> but, but yeah like i was saying though uh i just came off a really bad relationship and it was maybe two weeks after that that's when the pandemic ended. And I said, that was such a convenient time for the pandemic hit, but not like as a good way, but not in a bad way either, because I've definitely benefited from it. But for me, the pandemic hit in a time where I was using school and I was using my friends and I was always active with something. I always had my hands in something. So I never had time to really sit down and, you know, process my own feelings after the breakup. Or just after everything that was going on, because it ended bad and there was a lot of drama. So I never really had time to just sit down and be like, okay, this is how I feel. But the moment that COVID hit and everything shut down, it forced me to be by myself. And at that point, I wasn't comfortable with being by myself. I always felt like I had to have somebody or I had to be talking to somebody to feel like a complete person. I don't want to say it that way, but it feel complete. Mm -hmm. I feel like I had to have somebody, but it took me to go through that time to where I wasn't talking to anybody to realize, hey, you know what? I'm really not happy. Mm-hmm. And through that time, I've tried, I tried different things, you know, you know, going about life a certain way, if I could put it that way, mm-hmm. to just try to see if that can make me happy. But it took me to realize after uh, maybe a year and some months to that, being happy isn't something that you get from doing a certain activity or doing a substance. Yes, you can get happiness from that for a moment, but real happiness is just choosing to be content within yourself. Right. And the fact that it took me a year and some months to figure that out is crazy. But you no, know, it's that I mean at least you, at least that you know you came to that conclusion after that process so sometimes we have to go through and process and we live and we learn and as we live we should be growing and we should be progressing so that was a process for you but now that you've gotten to the point where you've learned from it and you're just saying you can't find your happiness in another person you have to be complete and whole in yourself first of all you have to love yourself yep. in order to in order to be able to love somebody else it starts from the inside first with you and then you can spread it out to somebody else but yeah so you're saying um 
when you don't have that you have to be comfortable being alone yeah not saying you don't have friends and family yeah. and stuff like that you just Definitely. saying not in a relationship not talking yeah. to nobody you have to don't try to have a person to feel some avoid in you yeah because then that person not around and you feel empty exactly you should feel whole in yourself and it shouldn't have to take another person to make you feel that wholeness and then god as well should you know make you feel that wholeness in god because we're defined by him but one thing that i can say is that the i was when i was going through that time it was towards the tail end of it and I remember uh, going over my dad's house, and I stayed there for I think it was over a spring break. Was spring break? I think, I think it was, so. or it was a summer. But I remember, no, it was definitely the summer because my birthday was coming up. Um, but I went to go stay over at my dad's house for I think a week or two weeks. And when I got there, I was still feeling depressed, if I could say that. Mm-hmm. I was feeling depressed at the time, and I just didn't know what I was gonna do. I was still dealing with that hurt and pain from the things that I was said the things that were said to me Mm -hmm. and just how hurt my feelings was and how I just didn't like myself at the time and I remember having the conversation with my dad and I live we went on the porch of his his apartment at the time and we looked out onto the street and I don't know what it is but every single time I get with my dad I feel like just I need to be outside. That's what we be- well, that's when we have the best conversations mm-hmm. when we're outside okay. walking and talking. But the best advice that my dad has ever given me was he said it's okay to be down. Mm-hmm. Just don't stay there for too long. That's good. He mm-hmm. said it's okay to feel bad. It's okay to be depressed. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel anger. It's okay to be upset. Yeah. But don't stay there for too long. Because when you stay there for too long, you get stuck there. Right. Because it like feeling bad is natural. It or, is. Or, or or feeling like you know you, today is just not the day. Mm-hmm. Or maybe this emotions. Month. Exactly, emotions, mm-hmm. human emotions. Mm-hmm. That, that is perfectly fine. We're all human. Yeah. But you can't stay there for too long. Right. Because once you stay there for too long, do you get like I said, you get stuck there, and now your whole mindset is, oh my God, I just can't do this, or I I just won't do this, or I can't get over this. Right. Once you start telling yourself you can't, you can't, you can't, you is when you put, your mind. you're feeding it, and then you just put a whole roadblock in front of yourself, mm-hmm. and it didn't. It did. I just started doing this recently, but I start speaking things like mm-hmm. just like they say uh, when we go to church to speak it, uh, uh, <laughs> the, you know, have faith and uh, all that other stuff. But just saying it over and over again, I'm going to pass, or I'm going to get a good grade, or right. this is going to happen. Right. And then once you start believing it, you can say it, but once you start believing what you're believe saying it. out of your mouth, mm-hmm. then that's when you that you see it manifest in front of you. Right. That is so true. So what would you say to somebody that's going through and dealing with um, that that rough place? And being a teenager, you know, sometimes people, um, or I could say adults, can think that the children don't be dealing with nothing oh or Lord. don't be going through nothing. Oh, they just a kid, they you know? They just a kid. Oh, it can't be that bad. But what would you say to somebody? Because kids really do now you know have have issues and different problems and a lot of times they don't speak out about it because of the way they may feel like they will be looked at or even 
people would tell them to stop, you know, don't you making a big deal out. It's not that big of a deal. And it really is like affecting them. So what would you say uh, to a young person that's trying to get through those moments like you've had? Um, What I would say to a young person going through the same thing I was going through or going through that same low place, um, I would say that you definitely have to take time to yourself and definitely try to close off your circle. Mm -hmm. Only the people that you know for sure have you and just it can be the same with family members Mm because we know family members sometimes can be toxic too. Mm -hmm. But just close off that circle. Everything and all the people that you know have your back for sure Mm -hmm. need to be there for you at that time. And everybody else and everybody else who doesn't fall into that category, you have to separate yourself from. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. I did a lot of separating. Mm -hmm. And just me and myself, I like to keep my life private. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I yes, I had social media at the time. I had like 300 mm, some followers. But I remember I was going through social media and I was like, I don't even know most of these people. And my account's not private. It's public. Um, and I don't want everybody in my life. So the things that I would do was I would go through and I would just clean out. Clean out people I didn't want to, you know, have to deal with. Like old people from school that I had problems with right. or or people that reminded me of the situation I was going through, or people that uh, that was hurting me at the right. time, or people yeah. that have hurt me before, and right. I was still dealing with those emotions. I had to cut that off. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, get to the point where the social media account doesn't matter. And, and the thing about that is that some people think that, okay, my happiness is going to come from followers or because I get such and such amount of views on TikTok or if I get uh, uh, this amount of likes on Facebook or on Instagram, I feel like that doesn't really matter. But going back to um, going back to helping that person that's in that low place, I feel like you definitely need to close off your circle and the only people that need to be there are the people that you don't help you and then learn it's, it's going to be a tough task but learn to have joy mm-hmm. having happiness is good mm-hmm. but having joy is different you better come on with it because you can, you can be happy happy is you know all that's all good and then happiness, you have happiness is upon happenings yes very. it's based upon happenings very. but joy joy that's a whole different category. God give you joy. You preaching on the podcast? Uh-uh, I ain't trying to do a little, you know, I ain't trying to do nothing. Well, just a little sermon. Just a little, little, just a little teens, just a little, a little drop teens. in the buggy. Mm-hmm, drop in the buggy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, joy, that's a different thing. Because when I went, when you learn to have joy, you can wake up. Even, even when you feel like it's going to be a bad day, you're like, you know what? I'm going to push through this thing. Because I know I got it. Mm-hmm. And that's how I learned to be mentally strong. Just knowing that, you know what, I can do it. You gotta, sometimes you just gotta talk to yourself. Like, you ever see uh, like somebody in a fight, like in talk UFC, to and you know, they, they going through the ring, they going the rounds and everything. You gotta psych yourself up mm-hmm. sometimes. Sometimes you gotta go in the mirror, you know what, I look great today. You, look, you, you know do. what, you know you what, I'm, do. Gonna do? I'm gonna pass everything today. I know that's right. 
you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna strut on everybody today. Oh, I'm gonna put on my best clothes. Me? You know? Excuse me. Sometimes you gotta tell yourself good things, cause the that's energy, true. the energy that you give yourself is the same. That's what you are gonna feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you tell yourself, you know what, I don't look good. If you tell yourself, you know what, I don't like this. But here's the thing: you can tell yourself you look good mm-hmm. and still work on yourself. Who said there wasn't room for improvement? See? Okay. Like, you could be comfortable in your own skin, but still go work out. Mm-hmm. Just because you are comfortable in your own skin doesn't mean that you can't improve yourself. Right, though. right. But it's not based off it's what, not based pe- off what, what people other people are saying. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. People nowadays care so much of what other people think about them. Mm. But it, it's, it's getting to a point where I just don't, I, I don't care. Because I know that my happiness is not coming from what you think about me. Right. And that what you, whatever you think about me is not going to change my whole entire day. It's not going to flip my entire day around. Right. That's your opinion. Of what That's you your think. opinion. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that that applies to me because I don't accept that. Right. And especially when it, it's not no coming from nobody, like you said, in that core that core circle, those people that really, you really love, you really care about you, you know, that really have your best interests at heart, that really can, you know, their words may you value their words and what they have to say and it makes an impact on your life. They are outsiders. You're like, whatever, you you can have your opinion. I'm going to go ahead and keep doing what I've been doing. Yeah, because those people don't know nothing about you. Right. And it be the main people that don't got nothing to do with nothing you got mm. going on that got all that stuff to say. And what I've realized is, you know, just on, you know, just a journey of being your age and then getting older, people going to talk whether you're doing good or whether bad. Whether you're doing bad. Somebody always going to have something to say. Everybody So you something. can't allow your life to be dictated and what you do, what you don't do around people. You know, like you said, do it for yourself. Yeah. That's when it really counts. That yeah, that that too. <laughs> when you can do something like going to the gym, you should not be in the gym if you're going to the gym because of what somebody else said to you. You should go to the gym because you want to improve, mm-hmm. not because somebody told you you don't look good. Right, because then after you get those results, sometimes you still the, the, don't feel the, the insecurity is on the it's inside. Still there. It's like it's still like. I did it because this person said what I'm not. So I'm not, I got to prove now yes. that I am what they said. But it takes time. Mm-hmm. It takes so much time to do that. And I feel like you really need to prioritize taking time for yourself. Mm-hmm. When I was that, when I was in that place, I took so much time to myself. I remember I spent hours in my room alone mm-hmm. and not because I was, yes, because I was sad, but not because I just didn't feel like talking to anybody, but I just needed me time. Right. I just needed time to sit where I'm, with my thoughts. Because I remember times where I would sit, like, lay down on my bed, and it'd be time for me to go to bed, and I couldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. And I'd be up, and my mind would be going and going and going before I go to sleep. And I remember times where, I mean, I had the, the, the LED lights. I remember times where I used <laughs> to put, love them them joints, put them joints on blue, and I used to cry. Because I felt like, you know, some it's okay to cry, especially for boys. And I'll tell you that, too. Being vulnerable is a good thing. Yeah, it is. Being able to express be vulnerable and express your, express your feelings mm-hmm. is a good thing to have as a male. Mm-hmm. And the thing that we need to stop telling these young men is that they don't have emotions and they should not be crying because they that is the in. worst thing that you can tell a growing boy. Mm-hmm. They'll hold it all in. Then they won't express themselves and then they don't know what to do with it right right 
right. You have to let that let that stuff out. You know what? Because it, it builds up. It builds up over time and now you got all of this stuff pent up. On the inside it's like a balloon and and uh what a needle yep. waiting to just like pop at any moment, you know, something happened that could possibly trigger that person and they're like, What what's going on? Why are you you know, just all of a sudden you just so upset or you so, and you're like I ain't, and then they spill out. Yeah. Then that's when they come out with everything. You're like, I didn't know all of that was going on with yeah. you. So I would recommend just a little, just to throw this in there too. Um, therapy, I always say, you know, it's it's a good thing to have. A lot of times um, our community is, you know, black people don't, you know, um, how would I say it? are not uh kind of like what's the word I'm trying to get I'm trying to get my words together kind of like a open, open to that uh going to therapy and yep. seeking out counseling but I think it's it's very important you know because you can label a person as crazy you can say oh this person is off they crazy but they might just need some help yeah help beyond what they can do themselves you know they might need some outside help of course we know uh as far as you know having a relationship with God that is very important too so therapy and having your relationship with God believes all work together hand in hand you need both of them so I would say you know if that's available to that young person to his parents that would be something good too to do yeah if they have that but also understanding the root of the problem but to further expand on that uh, I remember being a young boy and when I I used to be so mad like I used to go from one to a thousand there was no in between I didn't have any it was either no levels um, no levels there was no levels to this at all like if I'm upset I'm just I'm, upset. If I'm just so upset my chips fail yes. on the ground it's and not I'm no I'm so mad man my chips fail it's like my chips fail yes and I would just be so distraught, so upset. But I remember growing up and did to for like I said to further expand on realizing what the root of the problem was. Uh, I remember being mad and like I said, being from one to a thousand. I believe either up or I was down or I was either up and then I was mad and hot mad. So what I did was well, what I didn't understand at the time was why I was mad was branching off from something else that I hadn't resolved. Mm -hmm. Because at that time, I don't know if the people that's listening know, but I had unresolved business with my father. Mm -hmm. And there was stuff that I needed to talk to him about that I just couldn't get. Like, I couldn't. I just had so many questions. I I didn't have answers for him because I couldn't talk to him at the time. And it took me to sit down with my father and for him to explain what happened Mm -hmm. and for me to actually get answers to my questions even though the the answers sometimes hurt Mm -hmm. just to know what exactly went down sometimes it hurt but that's exactly what I needed though I needed to hear it from him because I heard everybody else's story but the one piece I was missing was hearing it from him so when I finally got to sit down and have that conversation with him and now we've had multiple conversations over the years and I just feel so much better. And I was able to kind of 
learn to suppress that on top of my mom's being there and actually like teaching me that you know everything doesn't require the same level of response and it took so long to do that so I feel like it's yes it's great to be vulnerable and it's also great to realize what the root of the problem actually is right so you saying and out of me just listening to you talking you know you saying that don't overlook these moves that you know um a young teenager or a young kid may be having it may it may be stemming from somewhere maybe coming from you know a place so don't take it as just oh they just upset a mad figure out what is really going on with them sit down and maybe have a conversation dig a little bit deeper and try to figure out what's going on you know I feel like that's so important just being able to sit down with your child or sit down with your parent and be able to have these conversations and be able to ask them questions because you know sometimes when you get disciplined ain't the greatest time to ask somebody (laughs) a question because they already upset at the time mm-hmm. and you upset because you just got scolded so you know that maybe that's not the time to ask but maybe when they you catch them on a good day you'd be like not a good day you know mom dad make sure you took out the trash and everything uh-huh. you know mom dad you know how do you feel about such and such and such or yeah. can i ask you about how this went down mm-hmm. but then also being a parent being open to listen because I, I remember with my mom, sometimes I had to tell her to just let me talk. Because mm-hmm. being a parent, you naturally have that, okay, let's fix the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You naturally have that, okay, I want to do Help. what's best for my child. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just need to hear them talk. Yeah. Or just let them get it all out. I had to learn that. Yeah, <laughs> you know me. I'm, you know, you my son. I love you, and I'm trying to. Okay, what can we do? Yeah, that's how I go into that mode. And you know, like you said, it took me some time to learn just to hear you talk without trying to fix it and make it better for yeah. you. Because that's just my heart. Want to just try to you know make things better. Don't want to see you in that place, and want to see you happy or having joy, full of joy, and just like oh what can I do you like just listen and I'm like it took a little time but I think I'm, I'm doing better yeah I'm doing better and listening without um because you want you want to have that bond you want to yeah. have that build that relationship with your children to where y'all can talk so when they begin to open up, you know, I would say to the parents, don't, you know, pick apart every little thing. Not every then, sentence. Because <laughs> then, you know, they may say, oh, I shouldn't have never said that. I shouldn't have never told. So then they'll maybe think think twice before they kind of like open up about certain things. So you want them to be able to really be open and honest without uh, jumping on them and judging every little thing they do and really just hear them first and then you know kind of go from there but yeah listening and having that because you want to have that communication Communication Um, I always feel like if my son needs to talk to anybody you know my thing was always how they know and I didn't know yeah (laughs) I did not I did not like that (laughs) I did not like that so I always say but you didn't tell me that would just bother me because I, I want him and everything you know we have so many conversations and we talk so much and I feel like we build that bond over time ever since he was smaller you yeah. know we talk and I would sit down with him and just talk to him so I you know I would be like 
I want him to come to me. I want to know. I want to know what's going on. If I find out something from, you know, or hear something from somebody else and I go, Jamari, you ain't tell me. I be he'd be like, Mom, I know, but that wasn't that wasn't it's not because it's nothing against you, Mom. Yeah. Cause I kinda like take it personal somewhat. Take it personal. (laughs) But I was like, it's nothing against you. I just felt like this was the best person to talk about this certain situation with. And I'd be like, But I'm 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 your mom. But I'm and I can talk every I'm good in every situation. Yeah. Like, Ma. <laughs> well, I get it. <laughs> so yeah, that was just yeah. But yeah, that's very important and building that building that bond with your parents is so important because it's long lasting. It don't just stop yeah. when you're a teenager. It'll exactly. go over until when your you're mama and your dad is always your mama and your dad no matter how old you, oh, you get. Know no that. matter how old they get. So y'all you know always that. gonna have each other until your expiration date comes. Uh-huh. You know you should always be able to talk to your parents if you can't talk to nobody else yeah. and be able to trust them and to hold on to things or you know just be there like you said if it's just nothing but listening yeah so i i through our conversations he i think i've learned from him some things and you know um and i think something he learned from me yeah so we kind of learn each other because your children are a person yes they have feelings they have you know thoughts the way they feel they think they you know do they're not exactly like you they're their own individual so you have to get to know them even though you're raising them and you want to raise them the right way you still can't uh overlook that they are individual and they uh um, do have you know, a different, maybe different characteristics and different ways they go about things. And, you know, you kind of want to see, you kind of want to know, okay, well, how, how is this for you? They may not be that way for me, but how is this for you? So that you will be able to know how to build that relationship yeah. with them even more. But, uh, going back to what you said about, uh, seeing somebody or going to a psychiatrist or somebody who, you know, counselor, counselor, therapist, somebody somebody who's licensed to do these things. I feel like when your child, not not saying that you should push it on them the moment they say anything, but I feel like you should listen to your child. If the word depressed comes out of your child's mouth, they have to first ask them what depression means. Mm -hmm. Ask, Ask them do they actually know what depression means. Because if they don't know what it means, they might just be sad. And they might just think that depression is another word for sad. But let oh, if you ask them what depression means and they actually can tell you what exactly depression is and how exactly they feel, you have to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Because some of these children that we're losing nowadays to uh, drugs, to uh, the streets, to uh, to the behind girls or behind uh, money or behind mm-hmm. just guns or behind violent acts in general. Some of these people are dealing with real problems and they ha- have these situations where they don't feel like they can talk to anybody or they don't feel like they have somebody to go to or they don't right. feel like, you know, the these feel like the world's out to get them. Right. They don't got nobody they can trust. Yeah. Because I remember I felt like that at one time. I felt like, you know, I just really didn't have nobody to talk to. I felt like nobody would understand. Here, but here's the problem with going to talk to your parents because <laughs> talking to your parents is good but talking to somebody that's me. of talking to somebody that's of your age is also good too 
So having that that Ooh, friend okay, that you can go to, because there's somebody that's on your same level that right, you can relate right. to. If okay. it's not so your friend that's your same age, like an auntie or something that's close to you, or somebody, you know, like I said, that ain't got that that many years on you, okay. that, you know, still a little lively and know what you're talking about okay. and understand where you're coming Cause from. Because he do got some young ones. He do got some young ones. Yeah. 25. 27. 27. hmm But, yeah, having that person that, you know, you can go to because... If they say that they're depressed, you really need to hear them out. Right. Because depression is nothing to play about. Nothing at all. And I don't take that word lightly. I take it very seriously. And I think it just needs to be dealt with accordingly. On that magnitude, you don't overlook it, you know? You don't overlook things. And when some, like you said, when somebody used that word. But yeah, so um, I'm just praying for um young people everywhere that they'll begin to um really open up and to their parents talk to people or whoever they're close with um whether it's like a cousin a friend somebody that they can really trust and really get these things um talked about and get the the necessary um things to happen for them that will help them to be to get better um dealing with these certain situations but yeah I'm just I'm so glad that I was able to talk with you about all of this so much came out from it and I believe I really believe in my heart that it really is gonna help somebody and you know things that we go through always say it's not just for us we may go through it, we come out, God bring us out of it, be thankful and grateful. But if we didn't just go for, through it for us. I always say it's somebody else yeah. that you may run into um, throughout your life that may be dealing with something that you already dealt with. And you can actually tell them, hey, this is what I did. This is how I came out of it. Maybe you can try this. And it'll help somebody else. So I just think that's a blessing in it even though at that moment it's a challenge to get through it and at that time when you said that i really needed that i felt like ever since you told me that i've really been able to apply it i'm like what if certain things that i go through and like i said certain things that i go through may not happen to everybody else Mm -hmm. and i feel like it don't really happen to everybody else but you know what if i could give somebody a nugget or just something that Mm -hmm. will help them whenever they need that Mm -hmm. Or maybe I went through something that nobody else will go through for a minute. Yeah. That, you know, that, that at that point in time when I link up with that person that I'll be able to exchange or we'll be able to touch bases and meet together and find that, you know, that group point where we understand each other. Right. Because we've been through the same thing. And that's also a great thing, too, finding people who understand where you're coming from. Because mm-hmm. certain times it is so hard to talk to somebody who has no idea or just hasn't lived in the same lifestyle or just you know come from two different backgrounds and two different cultures sometimes it can be hard to understand and sometimes it can be a block there right but being able to talk to somebody who understands or has been from the same thing or has lived the same kind of area or life that you live or lifestyle if you want to use that right. is good to have too yes Amen and amen and amen to all of it. <laughs> it's so good. It was so good. I enjoyed you again. Um, coming on my podcast. Just bless my podcast again. Coming up here and just being your authentic self. 
being real and just being who God created you to be and just saying it how you say it. I just believe that in your way and uh, that you're that you're going to reach through you what you say is going to reach somebody or somebody's people, yeah. you know, that may need to hear what you had to say. So thank you again for coming on my podcast for the numeral dose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, sidebar. I'm not old, y'all. I'm 15 He's to 6 15. months. 15. He going to be 16. Old. And what you say 6 in eight months. No, six no, months. six months. Because people tell me I got an old soul. I ain't old. I ain't old He's yet. He's not old, but he does have some some maturity, Just some a wisdom. wisdom, some a little little something, little something something. Yeah, I think in your own way, what you have to offer is is more than just a little something. It'll impact a lot of young people um, by what you have to say and thank you again and I pray that this blessed you all you all continue to have the most amazing day <laughs> and Jamar you got any last words no I did like I said last time I definitely enjoyed it and I just hope that something I said was able to reach somebody yes okay guys I'll be talking to you all soon